What's up, everybody? Yo, Hollow Cult. What's happening? So we are currently live on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh. Ooh. I actually have a couple people in here. Moving on, on up. Instagram. Yeah, so hopefully you guys can hear Steve and all the other activities that may or may not go on tonight. Yes, if you can hear us and you want to get in on the chat, we're over on YouTube. Yes, that is correct. Speaking of which, everybody hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification button, all of that YouTube stuff. Definitely do that. I hope everybody's uh, having a good week on the downturn of the another wonderful work week. Hope everybody's yeah, staying is, cool and hydrated. Yeah, I was going to say, there. it's definitely starting to get hot. Yeah, I'm not excited about it. Not excited about it. Hard eh, telling, Birdie. Why there would be a, lo- a loud noise right when we jumped on. Probably trying to, somebody trying to hack the stream. Maybe. Say somebody in Instagram says they can't hear. I don't know. I mean, we're just trying this out. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. I don't know. Yeah. It's trial and error. You guys are here for it. Yeah, we do what we can. Hell yeah, you guys jump over to YouTube. Apparently they can only hear me solid so i don't know why that would be i don't know but yeah if you anybody on instagram if you can't hear steve and you guys are interested in checking this out hop over to youtube and you can get in the comment section interact with everybody there's always a shitload of stuff going on yeah absolutely go to youtube please I apologize that the audio is not working on there for some reason. All right, chat, let's go. Um, did you guys meet and talk to Josh Turner at the Dogman Conference a year or so ago? Uh, we did, actually. Hung out with him a little bit. Not a whole lot, but we did get to meet him, kind of just to have some small talk. We helped uh, break all the tables and shit down after the show. Yeah. Yeah, we were able to. Like Steve said, kick it with him for a little bit. Seemed like a pretty nice guy, really. Yeah. It was pretty cool, especially at the end of, at the end of the conference. He was giving out free merch to everybody, and it was yeah, it was pretty pretty dope. It, it was super cool. What is going on in the world of the weird Hollow Cult? So you tell me, buddy. I don't know, man. I saved some stuff. But now I gotta find oh, it. All you folk on Instagram, jump over to YouTube real quick. Since it's, the audio is not working on here, we'll get it figured out. Not that you can hear me, Instagram. Yeah, I just shut it off. But if you could, it's not working. Hell yeah. Oh, I don't want to fucking share it. All right. Let me find. Twiz, you are super cool. Yeah, Twiz, you you are super cool. <laughs> Necro, I have not heard about the new discovery, although the Grand Canyon is always something that interests me because you always hear about 
like ancient Egypt stuff in the Grand Canyon, which is just fascinating. And the fact that apparently, supposedly, a lot of the Grand Canyon were not even, general pop is not even allowed to venture into. That's lame. Yeah, it's really it's really weird that they won't and I understand like sometimes they tell you, hey, don't do things for your own safety. But at the other at the other end of the coin, it's like, but I'm an adult. And if I want to go somewhere, I should probably be able to go somewhere. Cause they're not gonna stop you if you just wander off into the woods. They're gonna be like, Hey Steve, that shit's on you. <laughs> You know what Good I mean? Good luck. Yeah. Um, here's one of the things I saved. I can't find the other stuff, unfortunately, because apparently I don't know how to uh, internet very well. So uh, NASA did have their UAP task force conference today. So um, some takeaways from that as taken down by a member of reddit here um just a bunch of like kind of uh semantics they updated their uap definitions to include not only aerial uaps which means they're probably going to start investigating uh underwater yeah unidentified submersible objects as well um they talked about the scientists and panelists and NASA uh, receiving a lot of harassment from other uh, academic science communities. Um, anomalous UAP cases make up two to five percent of the overall 800 cases that they have looked at. So two to five of them they cannot explain out of the 800. More details to be discussed in a report on August 1st. NASA's planning on building a UAP reporting app, which is interesting. Um, what else we got here? Uh, they don't find eyewitness sightings and mobile phone footage to be credible enough by itself, but require more scientific data to warrant further investigation than the sightings. Well, that's lame. Yeah. So they're they're just they're just back on the fence is what they're doing. Yeah, which you kind of saw that coming. Right. Metallic orbs are the UFOs commonly seen all over the world by the AARO. They make a very interest they make very interesting apparent maneuvers. Regarding extraterrestrials, some people said repeatedly that there was no evidence of extraterrestrials, but the NASA panel were a bit less adamant about that. Various members of the panel said that they're committed to answering the are we alone in the universe questions, although it is a slow process. So they're still getting around to that or? <laughs> Who knows at this point? I read that well, they said they made, they, it, made it sound like they're willing to answer those questions, but it seemed like it would be at a later date, maybe. Or, or do they just all it? Oh, okay. I was going to say, or maybe did they, did they just all together just be like, yeah, we will answer those questions. And then when those questions came up, they're like, Oh, uh, in regards to the guy who wanted to know about, uh, 
what type of beverage would we ha- we have? It, you know, and then they went on about you know just avoiding <laughs> the topic altogether. I saw another um, piece where they said since 2004, there have been 144 reported sites from uh, Air Force pilots, and all but one of those remain unexplained. Oh, so they were only able to prove one. Yes. Interesting. Which is pretty wild. Yeah. Considering they only take 2% of what the public sees seriously. It was actually kind of ironic timing that you bring that up because I put on one of Tony's shows today and it was kind of on this. It was his uh, UFO fast walker episode that was came out not long ago, but it's kind of roughly talking about the same stuff, how NASA has been monitoring all this stuff and et cetera, et cetera. So it's kind of synchronicities there in itself in a weird way. It's a hot topic. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't know how to feel about it. I don't know how to feel about it, man. Because I was thinking about it a lot today when I was listening to that episode. And you know, Tony made Tony brought up the point, but we've all brought it up before. You know, for the longest time, they wouldn't touch UFOs. They they discredited it and yada yada yada. And now all of a sudden, they are feeding into that narrative. And, you know, Tony, Tony was saying how it could be a psyop, but it's kind of, and I agree with that to an extent, but it's also like, but then why did they hide it for so long? You know what I mean? Where they just completely, does it fit their current narrative? Is there something unavoidable that's going to happen? Or there, there, there's, there's just no getting around it. I mean. I don't know, man. It's strange. And if you listen to our episode that dropped Monday on the 4chan whistleblower, the more I've been digging around, the more there are (laughs) semi-like corroborating stories from people. Uh, There have been multiple Air Force pilots, like the guy, the one who saw the Tic Tac or the Nimitz whatever the guy who came forward with that. Yeah. Uh, he reported that they were in the Atlantic ocean, just North of the area where the Bermuda triangle is. And they watched something, um, essentially. I I don't remember what maneuvers they were doing, if they fired on this thing or how he said it, but what it, one way or another a torpedo was shot at whatever this was under the water. And it essentially just absorbed the torpedo and took it under with it. Oh, cool. There were other people that had um, also talked about seeing massive uh, UFOs in the same general area. Um, In regards to the uh, whistleblower talking about China reverse engineering, um, the tech that pulls mineral out of the soil they just announced that they have a uh, massive mining operation. They plan to drill like 10,000 meters into the earth. Like homie on Instagram just sent that to me today. Uh, and that it kind of goes like, like, he's like, if this doesn't line up with the, uh, your guys's episode, 
It's fucking I was like, weird. That is, I was like, that is a big asshole. That's it's deep. It's it deep. Is. It's crazy. But it is interesting. I'll probably talk about it more on part two whenever we record it, go into some of those, but <sighs> strange. Strange times. It's forever a strange time. It, did, it it was I wish I could I wish I could recall more of that episode that I listened to today cuz he brought up an encounter and I want to say it was early an early encounter with people in outer space where they they witnessed a a UFO and it was I think they said a couple miles away and they said it was glowing red and it just made me think of like your description from that, you know, from the, the whistleblower oh, about yeah. how red, red was aggressive. Yep. And it's like, well, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe that was one of the first times they'd been around somebody in outer space and they didn't know how to take that. They think maybe, oh man, maybe these guys just up the Andy and they figured out how to get into outer space alongside us. And so they they perceived it as an initial threat at first. I'm with Maynard on that. Like we're just we're just chomping at the bit for like validation from them. Okay, but but the, the, by making that statement, and I agree, but by you understand by making that statement, by saying what you just said, it's counterproductive. Because prior all this, and this is this is what I was thinking about today. So prior all this, we are all in on UFOs being real, and we're getting labeled as conspiracy theorists and kooks and and just crazies. And you're like, no, they're real, they're real. And then all of a sudden, the government flips the switch and says, "You're right. You've been right this whole time." There are there are oddities out there that we can't explain. We have awful craft, and now everybody's like, "Nope, it's bullshit. It's a psyop." So I feel it's, like they they kind of made their bed with that. I'm not arguing. I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm not exactly in the same camp. I'm just stating the obvious here that it's this whole like it it may it like. It, that makes me feel like it's a sigh up in itself. The fact that they're like, now watch this. And they're like, yeah, you're right. They're real. And then everybody goes, nope, you're fucking lying. Nope. It's, this is bullshit. So I think it, they, when they initially came out about it and was like, yeah, it's legit. The whole world was in turmoil. Everybody was locked down. People were losing their jobs. Everybody people right. dying. And I think they released it to, I think they thought that it would take everybody's minds it, not totally off of the pandemic and everything, but kind of send it in an all, another direction. But it did exactly the opposite. People were like, okay, like that's, that's the least of our worries right now is I feel like what the public collectively thought now that's behind us. And now they're starting to like flip back. Well, maybe they're not that real. Maybe they're not extraterrestrial, you know, like, cause now they're flipping on the Tic Tac, they're flipping on the Nimitz, the Go Fast, all that shit. They're they're just completely one eighty and on. I I agree with Birdie. Reverse reverse psychology. That's yeah. It's like it's <laughs> Jedi mind shit. 
it, yeah, it's, it's, but that's what I mean. Like I was, I was specifically thinking of that process today and I'm like, man, talk about confusion. Like just talk about where it puts you in a conundrum mentally where you're just like, man, on one hand it validates what we've been saying all this time. And on the other hand, you know, they're just notorious for lying and misdirection. And we've heard so many different projects and theories and shit saying they're behind all of it anyway. So like either right. way they're either way they're in the driver's seat. They're gonna they're, I don't I personally don't think that they are behind every single one of them. <sighs> Me personally. Either. I just think it's I think it's too much. It's too big of a leap. Where'd that happen? Unless the only the only way that you could convince me of that is if you had evidence of a past civilization that had that tech and they were able to uncover it. If Hitler was onto something, you know what I mean? Cause it, there, but I don't know weird things happen all the time, but the way my brain works is somebody somewhere has to kick the ball, like get the ball rolling. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know that, but then I, I don't know. It may, it may, this, the, what I want to say is it seems like a big stretch to go from like the model a to like, let's start abducting people. You know what I mean? Like in, in UFOs and tell aliens and like, it's weird. It's a big, it's a big stretch. Man, I don't know. Unless, say in 47, they did uncover a craft or materials. They did start to realize that there are these otherworldly beings, whether they're extraterrestrial, demonic, uh, fruit loops, whatever it is. And they're like, okay, well now, now we've got a new angle. This is interesting. Because now we've got a craft that's capable of doing all this weird stuff. Well, we got to try it, right? In the name of science. I totally buy that. Like, that I can get behind. I mean, maybe, like you said, maybe somebody's forcing their hand. Maybe it's getting to the point to where if the aliens are real, they're like, hey, look, you tell them or we're going to tell them. <laughs> Good well, to be fair, to be 100% fair, you look at... um. Agenda 2030, like when you and me was going through that time, there were some very interesting phrases in there talking about, uh, what was it? I can't remember the exact phrases. Do you, do you, oh, uh, non-terrestrial? Yeah. They kept referring non-terrestrial. to non-terrestrial, non-terrestrial, all kinds of shit. Honestly. Yeah. Like plant, like it seemed like plant life and possible yeah. other things. Like it's very, very weird wording. Non, almost like non-terrestrial communities. Yeah. Like that's, that's non-terrestrial is not of earth. <laughs> that's where I'm at. Right. Yeah. Like somebody, somebody correct me if I'm wrong here because what? That's like, what I'm saying. What am I supposed to do with that? That's what I'm saying. Or another thing I thought was that like the advancement of AI is rolling so quick now and it's in the hands of everybody 
they were talking at that NASA meeting using AI to help prove the existence of aliens. Because you could essentially use AI to reverse engineer shit, depending on how much stuff you have. Like, that could infinitely speed up the process of all of that stuff. Yeah, possibly. I don't, I'm not, I'm not a, a computer with, so I don't know how that works. I'm not a robot. Says Rama. I mean, I, I figure they could probably do math really good. Yeah. So, but that would, that would be the other thing too. Like in reality, when it comes to AI, wouldn't AI only have the capability of what we allow it to have sort of like, so what, what I mean by that is say you, you put AI online, you, you, you put it to where it has the ability to absorb all the knowledge in history, in the world. But what if we don't know like all the ins and outs of quantum physics, you know what I'm saying? Like, how does it put those pieces together to fully understand that because that in itself would, wouldn't that make it in a way sentient like to be able to. Yeah. Like problem solve on its own. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm just grasping at straws here. I don't really know what I'm talking about. it, it, It makes sense. And that's even like, like you said, that's going off the fact that what we think is. Yeah. Quantum physics and quantum mathematics is like that everywhere, not just yeah. on Earth. Yeah, because that's a great point. Because when we did Serpo, did they didn't they have different measurements essentially for things? You remember when we did the Human Exchange Project Serpo? And they had then, they had no idea of our science or our math. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why I was mentioned Einstein, at. and they're like, "Who?" Yeah, exactly. Dude sounds like a nerd. Well, I mean, they sound like a bunch of nerds. Well, <laughs> yeah, I just oh, saw that too. I'll read this for the listeners. I've been listening to you guys for years. This is the first time I've seen a live. I've seen your picks, and the whole time I've been listening, I thought Steve was Kyle and Kyle was Steve. Mind blown. Maybe we are. You never know. I don't know. You never know. That's awesome. It is my favorite when people tune in and they, they have like an idea of what we are like based on our voices and it is completely. Oh not yeah, right. for sure. <laughs> for sure. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, that reminds me. I don't know if, do we talk about it on the episode or on the last night shift? Uh, Steve and that, that POSD said, start prepping now. Um, I don't remember when we talked about it, but weren't you saying something about how essentially they're alluding to an EMP or something happening? Was that on the last night shift when you were talking about, um, was it Congress and them getting like sat phones and stuff? Oh yeah. 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 That was last night shift. Was it? Okay. I thought we were talking about it off air at some point. No, that was, uh, that was last night shift. Them issuing satellite phones and them, yeah, 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 like preempting 
some sort of uh, Russian attack. That is weird because I listened to, uh, which I probably brought it. I don't know if I brought it. I thought I just listened to it the other day. Uh, episode of the Sean Ryan show. And he had some dude talking about our grid on there about how vulnerable it is. And oh yeah, all that type of stuff. Fucked. And it is, it is true though. Uh, I didn't realize how many substation attacks there has been, which is fucking mind blowing that so many people have tried taking out substations. Uh, but it, it is true in what this guy was saying, because like I work for a big power company and I'm subcontracted through them to trim trees away from the power lines. They will not give us um, like a layout, like a map of their lines, even though I work on them because I've asked, you know, to, to better explain that I've asked for like, well, can we get a, like a tablet with all the, the lines in them? That way there's no more getting lost for guys. You can, you can click on this one. This is structure 240. Okay, it's by uh, Panther Creek Road and IL-96. That's where I got to go. You know, just make it real easy on us finding everything. And they're like, nope, not a chance. Because if you guys were to lose that stuff and it were to get out into the public, they could be dangerous. That's but, but at the same time. You never think about that. No. But at the same time, I'm like, yo, dude, like you do realize you can literally just follow the line. Like it's not underground. <laughs> you just so, need to I stop. Mean, stop with your logic and reason. Right. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, uh, Virgil, you said substations are extremely vulnerable. The guy on Sean Ryan said he, he wouldn't even come close to elaborating which ones, but he said if you were to strategically take out nine substations you could dismantle the entire united states that's terrifying that is extremely terrifying and i guess there's like 50 real big ones so you could run combinations in whichever way but if you were to take out nine you could shut the power off to the entire united states we would immediately be thrown back a hundred years yeah they said within like the first nine months 90 percent of the population would die because we, nobody would know how to live. Right. Everything everything is off water. Or uh, electricity. Uh, I'm just going to pop in here. Uh, stay safe. Paranormal trucker. See you're heading out. Thanks for kicking it with us. Yeah, much love, guys. Uh, and I mean, yeah. If it's in the winter, think how many people are going to freeze to death. Yeah. Happens Extreme, all the time. Uh, Extreme middle of summer. Yeah. yeah. People die now when the air conditioning goes out. Right. You imagine if there's no electricity anywhere it would definitely be hard to get used to strange road homie what's going on man what up it's uh terrible to think about because we rely on this so so much yeah so much yeah and the dude the dude kind of uh semi-validated my comments on it too, how they were saying like, yeah, it might be, it might be Russia, but China's definitely going to be back in the play. They're going to be the real quarterbacks. I see there was a drone strike in Russia. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that (laughs) it's been here in talks that that's, uh, 
not 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 legit, but like Russia's behind it to try. Yeah, like to, a false flag. Yeah, try to. Yeah, because Putin keeps warning people. He's like, keep pushing, keep pushing. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> Either way, uh, false flag or not, it's still a not good situation. Not to mention tragic if anybody was to perish in that. I'm not. I was unclear if people did or not, but. Either way, not good. Not good at all. That is necro out here. This is terrifying. Civilization just a few few meals away from falling into chaos. Absolutely true. That's no shit. Absolutely true. We saw what happened when people thought they were going to run out of toilet paper. Electricity is a whole different, whole different, different oh, beast. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's terrifying to, like you said, think about it's not a future I really want to be a part of. I like my AC at this point in my life. Yeah. Think think about everything you'd lose. All communication with everybody. Yeah. Uh, it gets every, real scary Every real creature fast. comfort. Yeah. Every creature comfort you have gone. Yeah. It's just not cool. Not cool at all. It's a weird world. It is weird. It's a creepy world. Yeah. I've been trying to figure out the next crazy thing to jump into as far as my research goes. Hmm. I kind of want, I kind of want to find some more like really paranormal shit. Like I was listening, I was reading and I wish we could get a hold of him and get the guy on the show, but he will not talk to me. Um, I was reading the post from Chad Kalick, the Sir No Face guy. And I guess he, man, he went through some shit. Had a lot of medical issues. Homie I heard said, he was pretty sick, dude. He was he weighed in at, I want to say, three ninety, two ninety. He's a big dude, big guy. I'm pretty sure he said he lost two hundred pounds, dude. Because he the said he's at he one ninety on the dot. The shit that he was dabbling into, like that, that goes. That's a weird turn. Dude, he said, he said, because somebody asked if his research into no face is what put him in the hospital. And he said, no. But he said what he was looking into as far as harbingers go, which is going to be his next doc, that is what put him in the hospital. Apparently had something to do with something pure evil is what he said. Interesting. Which is fucking nuts. I would love to sit down and talk to the dude about it. I mean, we do have one connection. Yeah. Yeah. Go that route. We could. I've contemplated it, but, you You know. know, Shoot the shot. I've I've messaged him. Try to reach out, and I got nothing. We're probably just not big enough to catch his attention, to be honest with you. But, I mean... He's been on other shows. Counter cult. You should watch the Sir No Face documentaries. They're really good. Yeah. I think you can find them on YouTube. I know they're on Amazon yeah. uh, Prime. There's three of them. You yeah. want to go there. He's working on a fourth one, but you want to go in order. Uh, Sir No Face, uh, Sir No Face the Gray. Yeah. And uh, it's like 
Dark Passengers, something like yeah. that. I always want to say Easy Rider, but it's not. <laughs> that's that's exactly what it is. It's Easy Rider. Yeah, I would love to get them on there. I did see that they are. Um, there's a documentary on Netflix or one of one of the streaming uh, apps, the the Between House or the House Between, and it's a paranormal documentary. Of, I haven't heard of it. Uh, but they're they're doing an open house. Troy Taylor's hosting it. It's in Mississippi. Uh, I think it's two weeks from now. I can't remember. <laughs> That's it. Pale Rider. And I'll consider that twiz. It does sound cool. Yeah, it's definitely Pale Rider. He's right. Easy Rider was close. Yeah, you were closer than me. Paranormal Portal had a ghost speaking Latin on Saturday. Did anybody translate it? Was there a Latin translator there to That's what figure I'm talking out about. what this ghost was talking about? Where, they got a phone number? I'll call them right the fuck now. The ghost? Yes. We will not know what they're saying. So? It'll sound cool. Yeah, true. Oh, he was on Paranormal State. I think that was kind of where he... Uh, got his initial break essentially i mean i know he's a documentary maker but that kind of put him across the board but it would be cool to talk to him that that dude's been some scary places yeah it would be cool to uh, definitely watch it his brain Burton. definitely watch it it, it is worth Worth the time to check it out. Uh, the agree. first one is weird. Uh, the second one makes it Gross. worse, and the third one just kind of kicks it in into its into something totally different. Yeah, it's it's well put together. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was awesome. So shout out to Kalik if you ever hear this. If you ever want to come on and chat, bro, we're here. What do I got? I got another, uh, I got probably one more episode of the whistleblower Q and a depending on how much we get through. It should, it should be one more, but then I'm kind of, uh, I don't know if I should stray away from the UFO thing. We've been going kind of ham on that here recently. <clears throat> well, I say you do what you were telling me about, especially oh. if we can get old girl on. Yeah. Cause I think it'll be, I think it's just too good not to talk about, yeah, it'll definitely uh, stir some people up. No, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. I just think that, I mean, it, it plays into shit we've already talked about anyways. Yeah. We're being cryptic. Sorry, everyone. Yeah, it's just what we do. We're strangers. Um, man, what else? I don't know. I've been looking. I've got I've got so much stuff started. Like there's probably 15 episodes started here, but my ADHD kicks in. I'm like, man, lost interest. Let's go to the next one. See, I just power through and get them done. I should have. Most of the time I pick ones that really interest me, though. I want to hear more weird stuff about like shadow people for some reason. 
I don't know why. I just really want to, I want to learn more about them. Yeah. There's a bunch, there's a bunch of things like, I just listened to YouTube on my way to work and I'll listen and hear shit that I haven't heard before. I just started popping back with the uh, really going hard on listening to paranormal stuff again. What is on your back shelf or your dresser? This? Um, It's an old article from either a newspaper or a magazine. Uh, where did we get that at? One of the conferences we went to. It's just a... a uh, pull out from an old magazine or a newspaper then they were uh handing out prints of them it says ufos in the space space brothers want you to survive doomsday so it's the space brothers guide to surviving the apocalypse and headphones yeah lots of headphones and a map of paranormal shit oh man yes sir about that time it is damn uh... she's hot she's hot ladies and gentlemen she's hot yeah it is a hat he is legend hat there you go Egyptians in the Grand Canyon. I've read some shit on that. It's yeah, that's that stuff is super interesting. I don't, I don't, I find it crazy interesting. It's an old part of history that, if it's true, we've, I mean, it's just something else we've been lied to about for ages. And like I said, some, some places apparently they won't let you go either. Oh. Hemi says, just curious, not trying to change direction, but do either of you have any interest in the missing 411 stuff? I know it's a topic that can split a room. Uh, yes. But we will hold that thought for right hold now. Hold that thought. Hello, welcome to the Night Shift. Yo. Hey, what up, Stephen Cole? What's going on? I've been listening for a while, but never thought to talk, call in because... Um, so... Just a while ago, I, I started remembering things that I hadn't uh, really thought about much because they'd been sort of like little coincidences. Uh, so I'm, I'm in the Navy and uh, Reserve, so I've never been too far away. But um, I got sent to Pearl Harbor twice. And the first time I went, um, sorry, my cat's meowing in the background. Um we get a rental car, we get an apartment. It's pretty, it's pretty nice actually. So I was driving to Pearl Harbor. It's like seven in the morning. No, six 30. Cause I think I had to be there by seven. And I don't know if you guys have ever been to Hawaii, but the roads are like super narrow. And so where I, where I live, I'm from a little tiny small town and uh, the roads are super wide because there's a lot of trailers that pass by just even just the residential roads. And so 
I'm focusing on the road because the roads are super narrow. And there's like a ton of traffic at 6:30 in the morning because uh, I'm in Honolulu, so there's a bunch of you know just a lot of people, tourists and stuff. So I'm driving through and uh, it's like Waikiki and there's these giant buildings. And um, I don't know if you guys know, but Pearl Harbor is also next to Hickam Air Force Base. So when I'm driving there, 6, 6.30, 6.35 maybe, and then I look over, just looking over at the rising sun and stuff, and these there's these big buildings. And I see this black triangle just rise over one of the buildings, like pointing straight up. And as I look at it, I see it dip down and just point down. And then at that moment, I was like, eh, you know, it's Air Force Base. Maybe that's a B-2 bomber or something. But that's in my mind, I saw a B-2 bomber. But a black triangle, you know, B-2 bomber, that's what they look like. And I thought nothing of it. And I went about my rest of my day. It was literally like a one-second thing, which is why I didn't even think about it. And then just like earlier this year, I was like, a B-2 bomber does not maneuver like that. A B-2 bomber doesn't not make noise. Um, so just recently, I started thinking about those. Like, what did I freaking see that day? So I don't know. I mean, that's probably one of the weirdest things that's I've ever seen. Um I don't know. Uh, and then I have one other UFO I saw. I've only seen two, I think. Unless there's like other repressed memories that I haven't thought about. Let's hope not. But uh, yeah, <laughs> right. That's no shit. So yeah, this other time I was, uh, this was just like a year and a half ago. Um, this one is more recent. So um, I was flying to Hawaii, or not Hawaii, sorry. I was flying to Las Vegas with my mom. I was taking her to see this concert from Back in her day, it's this artist. These artists, they're they're old, but they're still touring. So I was like, "Hey, mom, you want to go see them?" And she was like, "Sure." And I've just gotten a recently gotten a really good job, and I can afford to go on vacation and stuff. Um, so I was like, "Hey, I'll take my mom out somewhere." So we flew to Vegas, and uh, the pilot couldn't land in Vegas because there was a thunderstorm. So they diverted us to Phoenix. And then a bunch of, uh, uh, we're Mexicans, so uh, we met up with a bunch of other Mexicans. And we're like, why don't we just rent a freaking van and drive all the way to Vegas this that night? Because it, it was like midnight already. Um, no, 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 it wasn't that late. It was like 9 p.m., 8 p.m. And we're like, we, we can get there by 1 or 2 a.m. So we all hop in this van. There's like eight, eight or nine of us. We squeezed in. And I, they made me drive because I was the youngest. And they were like, you're the young guy. You know, you drive. And I was like, fine. So we're driving through, it's been like three hours, four hours. We're driving through the Nevada desert and it's pitch black. Like there's stars out and stuff, but they're kind of dim. I think it was like a little cloudy, but we're driving through this area and there's cliffs like in the desert and there's no cars around. It's just us. And all of a sudden I see this light just starts moving and I'm like, huh, that's weird. And then it starts zipping and darting back and forth, like boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, I mean, could that be a drone? But at one in the morning, it's like there's no cars around. I mean, maybe there could have been people out on the freaking cliffs flying a drone around or something. But that thing was moving like it was zipping. And I told my mom was the passenger because they're like I was driving. So they let my mom be the passenger. And I'm like, mom, you see that? And she's like, yeah. I was like, 
nothing moves like that. And it's just darting across the sky and it goes behind one of the cliffs and then it's just gone. So I just, I just kind of, I've never really told anyone about those. So I just, I thought I've been listening to you guys for a while and I was like, why not just, you know, call in, tell them what I've seen. Absolutely. Um, with the, with the black triangle, were there any lights on it? Any distinguishable lights? No, it was a black pitch black triangle. How big do you think it was? So you see, like, let's say from reference point, reference point, from the highway to you see, like, uh, uh, a big sky, skyscraper out, kind of not that far in the distance because Hawaii is not, you know, that spread out. Um, it was, like, it would take up, like, the about half of the, the building from the distance it was because reference from that point, I wasn't 100% sure, but it looked big. It, like, in my mind, I was like, that looks like a B2 bomber. So about that size. That's still pretty good size. Yeah. Yeah. And it it went straight up, like it was going up, like a gaining altitude. And then like when I looked at it, like it's almost like it noticed me and it dipped back down and just went behind the building. And then I just never saw it again. And I I remember distinctly that I kept glancing over like very like quickly just because, like I said, the roads are super narrow. And then uh, I like, nothing there was nothing there and it never made any noise like i i had i'm pretty sure i had the windows down because it's hawaii in the in summer it was like august and uh uh i heard no noise and then i heard i saw a video youtube video of a b2 bomber taking off and those things are loud loud as hell so i think i would have heard it was was there any kind was it transparent at all like, no, could, could no, you, it was pit, like solid black. Solid black. Because I heard, I've heard other yeah. en- encounters where the triangles are semi-transparent. Yeah, yeah, no, I've heard of that before too. No, this uh, thing was like solid black and straight up triangle. That's that's wild. What color was the light yeah. in uh, in the desert? <laughs> in the desert? What do yeah. you mean? The, oh, the color? It was just like a bright white light or yellow. Oh, just like yeah. Yeah, you gotcha. It was just darting around the sky. Uh, yeah, our friend Ghost Doc in the chat said he's done some training in the Nevada desert, and he can confirm those lights. Yeah, <laughs> so he's seen them too. Oh, that, that it does would, get crazy uh, dark out there, though. Yeah, no pitch black. Yeah. yeah, and we were like the only car on the road. It's definitely definitely dark out there. Yeah. Nah, that's just you know, just wanted to say those uh, call in, talk about my the things I've seen, and uh, but yeah, no, hey, you guys are doing great. Like, I've been listening since way like maybe two years ago. Like, awesome. well, my, one of my buddies uh brought it up at a campfire, he's like, hey, you like that paranormal stuff? Like, listen to this podcast, Hall's guy. And I've, I've like told him, hey, thanks, thanks for that recommendation. These guys are good. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, brother. Yes, yeah, all right. Well, you guys, uh, I'll, I'll be listening. Uh, I'll let someone else take the take the line. All right, man. All right. Thank you for sharing right. your experiences with us. Stay weird out there, my friend. Yeah, for sure. Take it easy. Later. I almost need to like dig through and take accounts of how many people have seen the black triangles. I've seen I've seen the black triangle. Yeah. I saw it in Dow, Illinois. Me and a couple buddies flew right overhead and pitch black like he was describing didn't see any lights on it and it didn't make any noise 
So here we go with another one. Blue right overhead. And Welcome to the night Hello. shift. Yo. Hey, Steve. Hey, Carl. How are you doing? Great. How are doing you? Doing good. How are you? I'm making dinner at 8.30 here in Dallas, Texas, <laughs> <laughs> watching you guys. Well, it's appreciated. What are you cooking for dinner? Oh, man. Uh, honestly, a salad, potato, and salmon in the oven. There 20 minutes. That's bad. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, so um, I follow you guys, uh, Blurry Creatures, uh, the confessionals. I'm like, yo, you guys are, you guys are rocking it out there. Um, I have so many paranormal like like many people um stories um so i witnessed the phoenix lights in arizona oh that's awesome yeah i was um about seven or eight at the time i remember um oh my god i remember like it was yesterday everyone in in our street came out and put chairs outside and i mean when i tell you people had the whole thing going people were were out there we watched these things for hours and they sort of started off like in a line and then they started forming shapes but it was man i can't even tell you it's like the whole fact that the government or the governor or whoever did not know what they were or they didn't send, you know, jets up there. It's just, they knew they, they were either super scared of what was up there or I don't know how they didn't send anything up there. Those things were so big. They weren't little, like it, I can't like if, if I were to say I'm looking up at the sky, they look like, maybe like a, like a basketball, like, like far, far, far away. Um, there was about like 10 of them. We were out there for hours just watching the thing. Um, it was an experience, but till this day, I'm still like, why wasn't there helicopters up there? Why wasn't there airplanes out there? Like, how did that happen for so many hours and, and everyone in the city saw them. Like you could not see them. It was, yeah, it was definitely an experience that I won't forget. And then, um, to my luck, um, that was around seven, eight. And then when I hit around nine or 10, which was like literally a few years, a few years later, um, my older, and this is another story. I'm actually now going into paranormal. Um, my sister uh, got into the whole witchcraft thing because the Blair uh, project or I don't know what that movie was came out. So everyone was like, oh, witchcraft, witchcraft, you know, all that stuff. And um, she got into it, not to an extent she was doing like massive, you know, uh, spells or whatnot, but she had books and she started sleeping me and playing this thing called the seven doors. And you sort of go into this meditation state and she tells you to open. And I still remember she tells you to open a door and it's seven doors. And supposedly not everyone gets to this, 
to the seventh. Um, and she would, she would do it. She did it, uh, maybe like five, five times. And then she decided to obviously bring the Ouija board in to the house and her and her friends would start playing that till they had a really bad experience where one of her friends started talking a little bit different. And I think like something broke, um, they went hysterical and pretty much after that, it was, it was crazy. Um, so I, I think it was a demon. I don't think it was a ghost. Um, it was a man. I know it was, it was, it was man. Um, she, she brought a, like a, this thing into the house and it gravitated towards me. And, um, the first encounter was, um, I remember I had just gone out of the shower and, and I was drying my hair and as little girls, you know, you wrap up the towel around your head and you're like drying this whole thing. And I was doing it in front of the mirror. And when I went, I tilt my head front and then back. And when I tilt back, I saw a man standing looking at me and I immediately looked to the right. I still remember I looked to the right. I, I looked behind because I thought it was my dad. So I walk out of the, I walk out of the room and I'm like, mom, 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 um, is dad home? And she's like, no, he's, he's working. So I was just like, okay, that was, that was the first one. Then, um, I started waking up me and my little sister started waking up with scratches in our back. And then we we're like, okay, you know, like this is getting serious. My mom would pray and it was, it just escalated from there. And then, um, the other experience I was in my room and I, I was one of those girls that was always writing in a little diary and I kid you not. And God is my witness. Um, a shape formed on the bed. It sat down. I don't know what happened. It, it, you just saw the form on the bed and it even moved a little bit. When I tell you guys, I ran out of that room. I ran for my life and that was not the worst. Um, weeks later, I'm in the, I'm, I'm going to go wash my hands and out of nowhere from the waist up, I start like, shaking like when someone's shaking you and I I'm like scared but then oh I like not I giggled a little and it all happened so quick it was like 30 seconds and I remember with my little hands I was like trying to touch the faucet to try to get a hold of it so I would stop shaking within 30 seconds like I said I grabbed it and that I went with my mom again and I was just like, mom, mom, this, you know, this is going on. This, this happened. Um, we're, we're Latin. So she, you know, talked to a pastor and brought a pastor to, um, uh, what is it? Uh, you know, like praying the house and everything. Um, but things just got very interesting from there. Um, 
I'm very sensitive to those things, but I don't let it get to me to the point where I program myself like, oh, oh, this is what it is, you know, or, or I program myself that it's something's going to be like, um, paranormal. No, it's just, I, I don't know why I'm so, you know, sensitive to that type of stuff. Um, I, we ended up moving out. And I know my dad threw away that Ouija board and you were supposed to actually, you're supposed to burn them. You're not supposed to like break them or anything. And then um, this lady had told my my parents that it brought like, I think it was three years of bad luck or four years of bad luck. And pretty much after my sister played it, everything went super downhill um, in my family, separation. It was, you know, all that nasty stuff um that happened and then years later about 14 15 i start getting dreams and premonitions which at first i didn't know what they were um and by that time we had moved and i was living with my father and um i was very um what is it when you when you just you get used to it. I don't know if this happens to other people, but you get used to that stuff and your reaction is not screaming anymore. Your reaction is not running. Uh, for me it was like things would happen and I would just like stay still. And then I don't know if this sounds funny, but I would just like, you know, process it and then like sort of get, get yourself out of there or to another, like, you just act normal. I don't know if this happens to other people, but I just, for me, it was just like, okay. And again, we moved to another place and there was something there. Um, this thing growled in my ear one, one day I was getting something out of the, the fridge. And I just remember like vividly, like right behind my ear, I just, a growl. Um, and I was just like, okay, pretend like you didn't hear it, turn around, grab your glass, walk away. And, um, after that, I think the other, the, the, the following experience, um, was in that same house and it was a two story house. My room was upstairs and my little sister was sleeping downstairs and it was, it was in the morning, like it was around three or four. And my little sister, this happened at the same time, my little sister in her room downstairs, she wakes up and she sees a man in front of her. And she says that this man walked towards the door. And at the moment that that happens, I was asleep. And I hear my dad's voice screaming like for because he's 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 has a really strong voice he and he's very he was very strict and I hear my dad like wake up wake up like like Fernanda like wake up wake up um and I immediately you know I wake up and I and I I think I said, uh, I'm coming. 
or something. I woke up and I'm like, I'm, I'm in Spanish, which is Monday. And I'm like, Monday, Monday. And at that exact time, my sister said that the she saw the guy go behind the door and then the door moved and then it, it the thing just disappeared. And from there, it's just been pretty, it's been a pretty interesting ride. Honestly, um, I'll see things, but I don't acknowledge them because I fear that whatever I have will grow. And there's just, I have a lot of respect. Let's just say I have so much respect for that. I don't know dimension. I don't know what all those things are. Um, I really don't mess around with them. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, but I thought I, I share that. <laughs> so much appreciated. Alex, yeah. Outside of you and your uh, younger sister, did anyone else have any experiences in the house after the uh, Ouija board incident? Uh, yeah. Um, but we, it's really weird. You get used to it. Um, like the curtains would move. Um, the bin, the laundry bin top. One time I was doing my makeup and it like flew in the air. Like someone had hit it. Um, one time we heard a bang like on, on the wall. Um, and then, you know, you know what, that years later, I mean, like I was at the time seven or eight, probably I'm, I'm 34 now. Last year, I kid you not, I had nightmares of that house. I had so many nightmares and I felt strongly that whatever this thing was, was like calling me. It was it was like like it kept calling me like it wanted me to to visit the house and i got so worried that um because i'm the dreamer in the in the family i am i'm always dreaming stuff or i'll call my sisters and i'll be like hey just be careful um and, and it that's exactly what i did i called my older sister and that house is in arizona and i was just like please please don't drive near the house don't go near the house. Like, I just strongly feel that whatever is in there is it's calling us or it's calling me. I don't know if it, um, you know, when, when an, an, that's why I say it's, I think it was a demon. I don't think it was a, like a ghost or anything because when it was just like the, I was the one that was getting constantly attacked more than my siblings. It definitely sounds malevolent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's crazy. And it's like, you can't even talk about this stuff to anyone or share these experiences because it's like, how do, you, how do you go to someone and you're like, oh, this happened to me when I was little. Oh, guess what? Like uh, something shook me from my waist up. You know, like people are going to be like, you're crazy. <laughs> um. But anyway, thank you guys so much for your time. You guys are awesome. Keep rocking. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you for uh, sharing your experiences with us. Yes, sir. Um, 
You guys have a good night. You as Bye-bye. well. Stay safe and stay weird out there. <laughs> we'll try. We'll try. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, fuck all that. I uh, I remember when the Phoenix Lights happened. I think I was in sixth or seventh grade. I can't remember exactly when. 97-ish? Somewhere around there. Anyway, the governor just made such a mockery of it. Like, there were so many people that saw that thing, had videos of it, and the government or the governor was doing a live press conference and had somebody come out dressed up in a fucking alien. Oh, I remember that. What a douche. I think it was awesome how she's like, cause I didn't really realize that I haven't looked into the, their Arizona lives too much, but that was awesome how she was saying like kind of turn into this big, like community thing, like where everybody got yeah. their long chairs out and shit. And cause she's so like, we watched it for hours. Taping it and shit. Like, that's cause that's, so awesome. That was before camera phones. People were like old school camcorder and this shit. That's what's up. That's what's up. I dig that. I don't. And yeah, man, like with the rest of her stuff, it sounds like whatever happened with that Ouija board. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious about the game her sister played too. Yeah. Like, I don't. Man, that, that's the shit that happens when you dabble with stuff yeah. you don't understand. Like when you open those doors, like like I said before, people try to look through those windows, and sometimes those windows are doors, and you yeah. leave them open, and shit. Right. Through. It might be a friend of ours. Hello, welcome to the night shift. Yo. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Well, welcome to Hollow Cult. This is former President Bill Clinton. <laughs> How y'all doing tonight? We're doing all right. That's. So you ready for your question? Let's go. You ready for your your question this week, guys? Let's go. Let's do it. Break our brains. Steve, you've got got a family, right? You got kids? Mm -hmm. Okay, good. So I got got some bad news for both of you. You guys were both in horrible accidents, and you just recently went to the hospital. And because of your accidents, you guys had lost so much blood. You had to get a transfusion, both of you. But unfortunately for both of you, this blood was tainted with vampirism. So question tonight is, if you were cursed with immortality and you know what, how vampires act when they get the bloodlust, you don't want to be around your families, what would you do? This, this is a good one. This is, I mean, I would just not be around my family. Well, let's let's back, pump the brakes there for a minute, Kyle. Cause, well, that's what you said. You know, the past, yeah, the past four questions that I asked you hinged on you having a family. I mean, essentially, you wouldn't walk. You wouldn't walk into the portal because you had a family. Yeah, but they're now I've put you in a position of killing my family to make that choice. Right. You truly have to make the choice. Yeah, I'll fall on the sword, man. You could just go out and do like the Lost Boys. Go out and feed, then come back and kick it. And and everybody knows the bloodlust is controllable after a while. Just go out. Queen of the damned, man. 
It's a really good movie too. Well, that being said, and then I'll be a sick violin both, player. Now that you both player, have immortality, now that you both have immortality and are bound together through not just of of each other, but true vampirism, you two are the only two that can be around each other. Can't take the chance of you know having human friends around or anybody around. Do you do you go and find your guys a place of land and just build your own civilization, or do you spend the rest of your immortal lives decimating the human population? Hmm. Or do well, we battle with swords, and the winner has to take the head of the other? So there can be only one. This isn't. Outlander. That was a sick movie. Highlander. I, you know how much shit I catch for eleven Highlander. <laughs> I try to have my friends watch rewatch that movie now, and they look at me like I'm stupid. But that movie <laughs> was such a good premise. I was hoping I loved Highlander. People would get the reference. Duncan McCloud was awesome. So but yeah, Duncan you, McCloud of the you, Clan you, McCloud. No, back to this question. <laughs> Do we get superhuman strength? Oh, can we fly? Like all the perks that come with being a vampire. All the perks. Okay. All the bells and whistles. You are apex oh. predators. This now. is easy. We become the A number one cryptid and other paranormal entity hunters on the planet. Facts. Because I, I was going to say, the first thing I'm doing is I'm going to go find Bigfoot and I'm going to suplex him. <laughs> First thing I'm doing is walking right into the basement of the Vatican and reading whatever the hell that I want. See, I don't know. They Dude, might they might have some vampire stakes up in that. Taking a chance there because Van Helsing is from the Vatican, brother. Van Helsing is Catholic, so that's taking a pretty big risk going into the, the lion's den there. Yeah, but and he doesn't know that that's Kyle. That's the other part of it. Kyle is right around the corner, steel chair in hand. That's right. Van Helsing can get it too. Yep. And I'll have a pair of cool sunglasses on and I'll put a fake mustache on. Nobody even know. You'll be invisible. And how we, okay. We, how wild, how wild would it be? You know, you spent the better part of your lives hunting what goes bump in the night to become, you become the hunted because you know, if vampires are real, Van Helsing and Vampire Hunters are real. So now you have to weigh that. Do you draw attention to yourselves or do you just fly under the radar for till immortality ends? What if Big... Oh, here we go. What if Bigfoot is a vampire hunter? Hmm. Hmm. These are the questions that we need to answer. What what if the world is a vampire? It is. It is a vampire. Night, fellas. <laughs> Later. Later. Great to hear from you, Twiz. So what we do is we go into the Vatican, line the entire thing with mirrors. That way our reflection isn't there. But they can still see us. Yeah, but it'll confuse them. Like a house. I'm sure of they would be confused for a little bit. Like a house like, we turn the Vatican into a house of mirrors. Which, metaphorically yeah. speaking, it probably already is. Yeah, and I'm probably oh. going to get lost. Really, we, we know where we're going. I'm just saying we turn into the, the cryptid tag team chance of the world. Yeah. You're right. You're right. 
Because then we're going to have superhuman strength. I can give a fuck all about flying and stuff. Oh, I just want to be able to pick stuff up and throw it. What if we defeat every cryptid on the planet and the last two left are Andre the Giant, who was also a vampire that nobody knew about. He's just kept himself off. Well, hold that thought. Yeah. Hopefully. Oh, never mind. I hung up. <laughs> he said, we're not, yeah. we're not dealing with this today. Hopefully we don't get the sparkles, though. Like in, in Twilight, no. the vampires. I'm That's not trying to sparkle. That doesn't count. No. There's only one reason you sparkle. That's acceptable. Radiation poisoning. There is that. <laughs> there is that. Uh, wow. Um. Yeah. You, uh, you can just control the bloodlust. Just go out. That's where I'm at. You're going to figure it out eventually. Fly away, feed, come back, kick it. Yeah. Fly away, feed, come back. I'll go kick eat it. some fish. I'll go hang out with the grizzly bears. It's that easy. You just don't eat human blood? I'm going to try not to. I don't think that, that just make that that just makes you a person. No, I've seen vampire movies where they eat animal blood. Are cannibals vampires? Probably in a way. No. Hmm. But see, a lot of people, don't... a lot of people turn their whole family into vampires. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'd have to, I'd have to chat it up with my fam first. Yeah, you, you'd give them a, tr- give them the choice. Like, hey. Yeah. So I'd have to wait till the kids get a smidge older. I do, I do, that's another thing that I would not mind looking into is vampires. I got a book on him. I think that would be pretty sick. I'm pretty sure. If you want to borrow it to do some research, I yeah. got a book on it. Well, I think we have to record this weekend, so it's a little, a little shy there. I got to get yeah. with it. Just, it'll be fine. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I am interested in that. There was, there was like, a true crime case where this journalist or reporter was investigating this vampire cult in Louisiana or somewhere down South. And she ended up disappearing. Go figure. Hmm. Because I was just getting ready to say, whether it's a real vampire cult or a fake vampire cult, I would almost rather it be a real suck. vampire cult. That's where I'm at. I would at much least, rather it be real. At least you would go out being devoured by vampires and not a bunch of cosplay nerds wishing they were vampires. That's what I'm saying. Because if that happens to me, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. Welcome to the night shift. Yo. Oh, hey. Hey, y'all. It's Michelle from Utah. How y'all doing? Good. How are you? I am fabuloso. Um, been a, a few weeks before I've been ca- called in. It's been really busy. Uh, but wanted to let you know, I had a couple of very strange experiences I wanted to share with y'all. Um, first off, um, the whole, like, what Kyle and Steve looks like totally had y'all back ass backwards <laughs> of what I envisioned and I thought it was hilarious when somebody said that I was like seriously that is so funny <laughs> is. Um, we, get, we get that a lot 
It's so weird. It's just weird. Like, you know what, you know, how you envision people and then where you all really see them. I'm like, oh, damn. That was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, crack me out. Um, but anyways, I know, like, uh, uh, Kyle, I can't remember if it was Kyle or Steve who said, you know, there was a, uh, I, I called a while ago about a dog man that I saw on my, my roof, on my, my, uh, garage roof and how you had the experience of hearing, hearing like it crawl across the roof and how terrifying that was. Um, so I had experience, uh, God, it was not that long ago. It wasn't okay. It's been a while, but maybe three weeks max. And I was sitting outside and, you know, just having to relax, having to smoke out by myself, taking the end breather of the night. We're like, okay, I just need serenity. <laughs> and um, sitting out there trying to be peaceful. And a couple weird things happened. First off, kitty corner to my house. You know, I live kind of in an older neighborhood. And there is kitty corner to me is my neighbor's garage slash shed extension of a shed okay and i remember looking up and it was it was to the point it was like light enough but dark enough and i remember looking up and on their roof it looks like it uh you know the uh only thing i could explain you know those old flashlights we got as a kid and you shine them Right, it was about that width, but it was a very strong direct light on top of the roof. And I thought to myself, I remember thinking, like, it just caught my attention, like, because they have, they have dogs and they have like, you know, uh, automatic lights that come on. But I was like, you know, all of a sudden my eyes, you know, calmed down enough to realize what was going around me. And I looked up and I was like, what? That's weird. That's all I thought I was like, that's weird. So I started paying attention. I remember thinking. Why don't I have my phone with me <laughs> so I can take a picture of this? But it was a very direct, round light. And I realized it was it was almost like somebody was on a high ladder shining it down on the roof, but it was a very condensed light, okay? And I was like, oh, that's right. And it was almost like as soon as my brain understood that that's not normal, that's when things went crazy. I heard the, all of a sudden, it was like something jumped out of something. And, uh, and, and in between, uh, at the corner of that property, of my property, between that property, our, our power lines go in the back above ground, right? And I don't know if that's what it was. I don't really think it was. Because I sat there for a minute trying to figure it out until I realized, oh, shit, I need to get the fuck out of here. It sounded like huge ass claws climbing, like climbing, and it didn't stop. And then it was like it jumped onto something else and was kept climbing. And I thought to myself, there's something coming after me. I got to get the fuck inside. And like, it wasn't like, it was like equivalent, like take cats climbing on a pole right that sound around a tree times that by a hundred it sounded big and gnarly and then it sounded like i mean it was climbing to get me it was coming and and the thing is because of where i'm at in my backyard 
you know, I, I live in a brick house and everyone around me pretty much has brick houses. So it's hard to really understand though, where sounds are coming from because the echo, right? Like I got neighbors, we all play music in our backyard. It's sometimes hard to understand where noise is coming from. So, you know, even though I felt like it it's coming in one direction, I can feel like it was still coming closer to me. And I remember being like, uh, fuck, I gotta, I gotta go inside. Like, this is a predator. Like, this is gnarly and scary. It was terrifying. Yeah, the, the noise would make it worse. The fact that you can't even pinpoint exactly where it's coming from. Yeah, I could just tell it was climbing up and it was going, and it had, it had four, you know, I could tell it was like, it sounded like four limbs, you know, and it wasn't like, you know, a cat climbing up a tree or, I mean, a squirrel climbing up a tree. It was loud and gnarly. And I thought, if I don't move, I'm going to die. Like, yeah. that was the feeling I had. Like, get the fuck inside, Michelle. <laughs> and I was like, I just, I like locked all my windows. Because <laughs> like, when it's cooler outside, you know, I don't put on my AC. I let the cool air come in, the mountain air come in at night. Usually, I locked every window and every door. I and I like, do literally was like fucking prayed i prayed i'm not kidding i prayed i was like jesus protect my house no harm no if anything means to me any harm or malfeasance you know they are not allowed into this house or into this home or into this property and i didn't say anything to my husband or anything i just was like i literally went down to bed it was like about nine o'clock at night i was like i'm going down to bed i gotta get up early anyway i'm gonna pray to jesus and hope all is good (laughs) I do not blame you because that would have sucked. That would have scared the yeah. shit out of me. It, it, yeah. And I was like, puppies? Well, I, call, I mean, they're full ass grown dogs, but let's say they, they are a nice little snack. I mean, they're little ankle biters. They're going to be a nice snack for anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's no like good. A, no, no, it's not. So, like, it just reminded me of, like, how you said, like, hey, like, that noise scared the shit out of you. And I was like, that is... That was gnarly. That oh, was even awful. I bet. No so, thanks. Yeah, no thanks. I'm like, nope. No thank you, Jesus. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, so I had one other experience I wanna well, at least one other I can share with you tonight that I was thinking. Um so I'm never really, uh, I was sitting, you know, uh, I feel like the more I'm trying to understand the world I live in and accept the, you know, I, I, you know, I felt like there's more beyond what I was taught. Right. And to not try to pass judgment, but to listen and understand and choose what I believe in. Right. Based upon that information. Um, and so I was sitting in my front room and like I said, I feel like I live in this fucking gnarly place where there's something weird going on. And my niece even says that she's like, there's something weird going on. We need to put cameras up in your house and see what's going on. And she's like, I don't even know if I want to see it. And I'm like, no, we're going to see it. I'm going to put, I'm working on, uh, on getting a system put up. I was like, there's something weird going on. 
Um, but I was sitting in my front room by myself and I was sitting there working, uh, you know, I, sometimes I, I have to work nine hours every day and I was sitting there, um, working, just trying to finish off my shift. I worked at, at work and then I came home to finish the rest of my shift at home. Um, and I heard, Oh, this is awful. Oh my gosh. It just creeps me out. Uh, it was almost, it was a demonic voice. So my name is Michelle, but the nickname that I go by and those who like are really close to me, they call me Shelly. Okay. So my mom, my mom named me Michelle, but it's called spelled M-I-S-H-E-L-L-E. She wants to call me Shelly. Um, and growing up, she didn't want me to learn how to spell two different names. So you take over the M-I, that's how she spells Shelly. So I'm sitting there. And his voice goes, calls me by my name. He says, hello, Shelly. And uh, I want to, like, I can't even remember. Like, I blacked out almost. It's like, hello, Shelly. I want to talk to you. And it was, the voice sounded gravelly, like, and staticky. Almost to, like, uh, like the point where you would put on a TV, like you see in the scary movies, right? Where it's like stat that weird staticky noise, but it was a it it sounded straight up evil, like and it called me by Shelly, which nobody calls me by that name unless you're my family, and that freaks me out. And I was like. I listened to it and I was like, I thought to myself, oh, hell no. I picked up my computer, shut it. And I was like, and then name of Jesus Christ, I cast you out. And I, I walked out of that room. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like that, like I've never ever in my life heard anything so wrong in my life. Like I felt evil presences and things that like you just know in your gut are wrong. But I was like, that that was straight up 100% demonic and knew my nickname to try to tempt me to talk to it. No. Right. <laughs> Not to mention the description of its voice is terrifying. It, I was like, and I was like, I seriously was like, this would straight up put me in the loony bin if I... If, if I said this to a psychologist or psychiatrist, they'd be like, you're going to the loony bed. And I was like, oh, hell no, bye. I don't blame you. I, I would have been all, I would have said no. Fuck that. You, yeah, you start like, sound not like. Today, not today, Satan. Not yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> not today. <laughs> and I, I just feel like I mean I feel like the reason why I also want to share the story is because you know whatever you believe in like I think it's important to know where your boundaries are and there are ways to protect yourself and like my my niece she's like flat out she's like I don't believe in Jesus Christ and I was like well that's your belief but I was like there is something you know you listen to you know like Tony Merkel like you listen there is something to that within proclaiming the name of Jesus that will protect you. Whether you believe in it 100% or not, there's witches, there's all kinds of people, but 
there are ways to protect yourself from, and if that's not the way you want to do it, I believe it's on intention and pure love and pure will, you know, protecting your family, the good things in life that those intentions, you can protect yourself. And I feel like the more you try to understand what's going around you, around you, the more that you are almost attacked. I dig That's what I believe. In. Yeah, I'm with you for the most part. I mean, you don't have, have to. You don't, you don't have to fully believe in in it to work. I don't. I don't think so at all. I don't. I think it's intention. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and that's, that's a conversation that we'll probably have to oh, say for. Just got off. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all heard that? Sorry. They're like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, no, no. It's fine. I was just saying that that is a conversation I want to touch on in the near future with everybody. I've been there's been a quote that I heard the other day that has just stuck in my fucking head and has been burning a hole in it. And it was from, uh, of all people, Neil deGrasse Tyson, you know, whether you, whatever you think about him, but he made a comment and it really got my brain going. How he, he brings up God and he says, uh, God can't be all powerful and all loving at the same time. It's impossible. Yeah. And then he explains why. And I'm kind of like, oh shit, like kind of fucking makes sense. It does. And, and the I'm thing like, is oh, like, man. like it, it breaks, it just fucks it with my brain. Going. And no, it, got, it gets me going too. Like my, my sister, you know, so I'm not lie. I was born, I was born and raised Mormon. I, I, I do not live that lifestyle. I respect all religions to a point but i do not believe in organized religion that being said my sister told me something that really kind of like pops my head a lot and it was you need to fire your god and get a new one and i was like what the fuck you mean i can decide (laughs) like and i think you know, your Tim. I mean, I could be wrong. You know, I'm. I I believe in trying to listen to all points of reality and people's experiences and making your own decision, right? Yeah. Because your belief system is going to be based upon your own experiences. Absolutely. So, who is to say what you believe is wrong? or right what who's to say what i believe is right or wrong so the best thing we can do as a human conscious and human beings is to open our fucking brains and our minds and listen and 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 try to comprehend and understand other people's lives and experiences yeah yeah and that that should go to that should go to everything in life not just right? religion. It should be everything. You know, everything. It's, it's that simple. Well, yeah. It's really that well, simple. Me, that, is, that is my religion. <laughs> that's how I live. <laughs> yeah. And then that's, that's, uh, life is that simple in my opinion. And if you, if you just, it's hard, it's, it is hard for us to 
put ourselves in other people's shoes, you know, and and, and when we forget, and sometimes we don't want to, and it it just is what it is, but you you should like, it's another thing I thought about, you know, you should always walk. You should always walk with compassion. You should always walk with compassion and love, but always have the hammer ready too. Oh, amen. You know, and, and I just think that if everybody, I don't know, we get too judgmental about stuff. Like you were saying, it, it, it's just let people, let people live. That's all you got to do. Just let them like, be. And yeah. everyone's got a different path. Everyone's got a different way of, to get about and understanding. Like, you know, some of it's because, you know, nature versus nurture, right? Some of it's because we were raised that way. Some of it is because over years and years of generations, maybe that's how, our cells were divided and that's what we learned like crows, you know, they have memories that are passed on, you know, it's probably, it's a, probably a large deal of combination of both. And it's not going to hurt anyone. If we just, the best we can take a step back yep. and listen. Yep. Just try to love everybody. That's all you can right? do. Amen. High five, virtual high five. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> all right well i love y'all Thank y'all you. are awesome and once again so appreciate you and i know so many people out there appreciate you for what y'all are doing and giving people opportunity and y'all do have this vibe about y'all where it is very comfortable and not some people feel like they need to be so sophisticated on how they bring their information out and y'all are so accepting and being like, all right, what the fuck? Let's just get down and bounty about it. <laughs> and y'all have this cool vibe and it's, it's awesome. And it's given me confidence to share my experiences where before I felt like I was ashamed to share them. Awesome. Well, that's great so, to hear. I just appreciate y'all. So thank you. Y'all stay weird. Love a hog hole. Y'all are cool. <laughs> Likewise. All right. Peace out. Y'all have a good night. Later. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. That's awesome. I feel like empathy is something more people sh- should try and practice. Uh, yeah. Just try to put yourself in other people's shoes. And I, I feel agree. like the world would be a much better place. Well, and the, the, the other thing that we all have a habit of doing is <clears throat> thinking your problems are insignificant in comparison to my problems. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like she was saying, we all look at life through a different set of lenses. So what's a big deal to you might not mean shit to me and vice versa. Right. But we all the what a at the end of the day, we're all going through the same shit. It just, people gauge things differently. Same. So just, re- just respect shoes. it, you know, respect it when somebody, <laughs> cause you, you see that shit a lot where somebody's like, well, you don't know what the fuck I've been through. Well, no, I don't. I don't know what you've been through, but I bet I can relate. Right. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like I've been through some shit too. And we all have, that's what makes us who we are, you know? And it's just important. It's important to, I don't know. I think we get stuck on shit too much. We get yeah. stuck on the we get stuck on the past and and what what happened. And it's just like, well, let's let's just do better. How about that? Let's do better and fuck up aliens when they decide to invade. I'm I'm here for it. I'm That's all I'm saying. I'm with it. Can't I don't I don't <laughs> think that we can't get along and agree on that. 
You just united the entire human race. Great. Now I am the leader of the NWO. Solved it. Let's get this shit. Solved it. I beat all the, I beat them all to the punch. I just now became the NWO leader. You are Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Good. That's what (laughs) I was shooting for. Not going to (laughs) lie. You, you went full circle. I have. You, you. I have evolved. I leveled up. You are the, the, the peak form right now. That's true. I am, I am peak. Which means we we have to commit to getting the world championship tag championship belt. I mean, I'm in. All you'd have to do is all you have to do is hit buy, and I mean, I'm gonna go hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna be mad at that purchase. I'm gonna hang it right here on my little wall. Right. If we if we buy them, do we take them to conventions? Yes. Oh man! Without hesitation. That is. Tilting the odds in our favor of me. I will wear it. <laughs> if okay, if we if we take it to conventions, do we have to defend the titles? I mean, if somebody's trying other to, paranormal content creators, if somebody's trying to take it from us, then yeah, they're gonna get their ass beat. Yeah, let them try. They can get it too. That's what I'm saying. It's not. It's not gonna be easy fight because even if you do beat it, it's us, not gonna be a fair fight. I don't know. I'm, right gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna create some type of hand sign. Or whistle, maybe I'll call, and that that'll mean that the Hollow Minions will just go beat their ass and get our belts back. <laughs> so it's legitimately a lose, 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 lose situation for anybody who tries. Uh, I mean, it's good. I, exactly. You're I'm speechless. here for it. I'm here for it. Anyway, it is about that time friends we're gonna have to wrap it up so make sure you go about doing the youtube stuff hit the like button hit the subscribe button hit the notification button and um you know how it is hell yeah thanks for hanging out with us today another wonderful wednesday evening thanks for everybody that called in to share their paranormal experiences Thanks for everybody in the chat. It's awesome. Again, great to see all of our friends in here. Check out all of our paranormal content creators that hang out in here. Go check them out. Support them. Uh, I did see the Bigfoot Society ask if we were going to Monster Fest this weekend. We are not. We will not be making it there this weekend. There are some coming up that we're going to try to hit. Uh, We will make that known. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, let me pull up an email real quick. I forgot about it because my brain goes 100 miles an hour. Steve, beat me to that email. Do what now? What beat you me to that email, Ed's. Oh. Where's that? Hold on, bud. Yeah, I'm really bad at finding emails. Well, mine's not loading, so. Where are you at? Where are you at? Where are you at? Where are you at? I apologize. For my not good navigational skills. I win. Okay, good. Uh, So, when are the dates of that? July 14th and 16th of this year, 2023, there uh, is Metacon at the 
KCI Expo Center in Kansas City, Missouri. It is all weekend. Uh, it's the the paranormal and spirituality convention that we went to last year. Yeah, it's year. where I got my epic <laughs> reading. Uh, definitely check it out if you guys are in the area. Tickets are $15 a day or $40 for the whole weekend. Uh, there's over 100 vendors, 18 guest speakers. Uh, there's like 10 or 12 hands-on workshops. Uh, celebrity guest speakers are Travis Walton's going to be there. The alien of nice. fire and sky. I definitely would like to meet him. Uh, Andrea Perrin from The Conjuring. John Zaffis is a haunted collector. Um, the Ghost Lab boys will be there. Katie Stafford from Ghost of Devil's Perch will be there. Uh, there'll be psychic mediums there, energy healers, psychics, paranormal investigators, Sasquatch specialists, all sorts of good, weird stuff. So if you're in the area, go and hang out. Me and Kyle may show up. To we're, kick rolling, it. we're rolling the idea around. May show up to kick it. So that being said, the weekend of July 14th, KCI Expo in Kansas City, Missouri, Metacon. Go be there or be lame. So, anyway, thanks again for hanging out with us. Check us out at all our socials. Uh, listen to us on Mondays and Tuesdays. And hang out with us on Wednesdays. Some other days, too. Till we hang out again, stay safe. Stay weird. Stay hydrated. Kyle is the Hulk Hogan of our generation. <laughs> <laughs>